Welcome to The Shakedown. I'm your host, Tyler Mertens, and I have seated next to me, the love of my life, Katie Cosner. Hi, Katie. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi. This episode's going to be sweeter than a milkshake, and everyone's going to hate it. So. Yeah, probably. You're not going to make it through the whole thing. No. But the whole episode? Yeah. Me? Or the, oh, the listener. No, the listener. You're talking to the audience. I see. Okay. So, quick history, although I don't think anybody who's listening to this doesn't know this, but maybe I'm underestimating. Uh, the spread, which I'm not. Katie and I have been dating for four and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, a little more than that, like four years and nine months. Pretty long time. Yeah. Basically forever. Her kindergartner is younger than that. Oh, stop. Not really. Makes unless me, they're very advanced. I feel very old. No, um, unless they're really advanced. I was in kindergarten at age two. Did I ever tell you that? that? And then right. I had to repeat kindergarten four times. Uh, <laughs> it's Katie's birthday today. Happy birthday. Thank you. We're drinking a milkshake today. We are. What kind of milkshake is that? This is actually a dirt cake milkshake. It not to disgusting. be confused with a cookies and cream milkshake. Not to be confused with a dirt milkshake that you dropped and it rolled around <laughs> in the dirt. It's actually a milkshake with a couple scoops of leftover dirt cake from Christmas in it, which is a pretty great <laughs> concoction. <laughs> Would you summarize it in a word? Let me try it. Get the flavor profile. All right, I'm going to swish it. Smell it. Delicious. Wow. And then a lot of build up for not a lot of payoff. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> anyway, um, so Katie, you went to New Hope Silver High School. I did. This is where I met you. Yep. Class of 2009. <laughs> yeah. You're old. An older woman. I like that. Um, then you went to Ursinus College for super smart kids. Yeah. With fun. all the super smart kids. <laughs> and then you finished that up in the spring and now you're at Vanilla, Vanilla, Villanova. Sorry. I was mistaking the... Uh, the uh, general atmosphere of the school with the name of the school, Villanova. Oh, thank you. And um, uh, you get your master's in school counseling. Is that what the program is called? I always get this wrong. Um, what is the actual program called? It's what I get technically. I you don't, don't even know. I don't do even know what it's called. It's um, I'm getting my master's in science in secondary school counseling. Um, there's two different tracks, but I am on the school counseling track. Right. So. As opposed to just the regular counseling track. Now, you specifically said secondary school. Mm-hmm. Is there that, and does that track split up further into, like, uh, primary school? Yeah, counseling? yeah, we have elementary counseling and secondary counselors. Or do you have, what's the overlap with your classes right now? Do you have the elementary counselors in with yeah, you? Yeah, we, we take almost the same classes. Um, there's only, like, two or three classes that are different. So, uh, for example, I would take therapeutic strategies and they would take um like early childhood development different Mm -hmm. things like that okay i don't know what masters is like (laughs) i'll never get my masters i understand nothing but all right now introductions out of the way give us a story my dear okay so this story requires a little bit of background um growing up i was a weird kid I was yeah growing up okay (laughs) not still a weird kid yeah okay in my formative years I was very odd yes let's set the scene here (laughs) so word pictures pictures. (laughs) 
Growing up, I weighed about 48 pounds for about four years. <laughs> I was a tiny, tiny person. What years are we talking here? Um, Maybe like first grade to okay. fourth grade. So don't be alarmed yet. Well, by fourth grade maybe. You should well, fourth grade, I started putting on a little weight, but I also gained a foot in height. I was <laughs> I was an ectomorphic Shut freak. Up. It was It was insane. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, um, I was, I was kind of a weird looking kid. I had like this thin pencily neck and <laughs> I had like weird spidery hands. What did your hair look like? Um, I actually had kind of a weird little haircut. Um, I don't know what my mom did to make our hairdresser so upset for such a long period of time. Um, my family calls it the she mullet and it was kind of really short in the back and I had like bangs going on mm -hmm. and then I had these two kind of like sideburny tendrils which were cool very Liza Minnelli but in the <laughs> mid 90s <laughs> and then um cool is not the word to describe this haircut <laughs> everybody listening at <laughs> my hair in the back was totally shaved I was cool it was like it was like a combination of Liza Minnelli and Sinead O'Connor it was wow. great it was shakedowners it was great yeah so yeah I don't think so <laughs> Growing up, that. <laughs> growing up in New Hope, um, I had some really outstanding experiences in school, and I can remember even as early as fourth grade, or excuse me, first grade, um, I was sort of encouraged to pursue these different interests. Mm -hmm. um, so obviously growing up, um, I had sort of encountered a lot of different stuff, and I don't know whether it's just my nature or if every kid kind of does this, but I would get fixated on different things, right? Mm -hmm. I would get fixated on a particular historical event. And for some reason, they were all these morbid, awful disasters. <laughs> they were so bad. Yep. I'm... I'm honestly not sure why I wasn't sent to my own school counselor more because... <laughs> Is this what inspired you to pursue this field? Um, like, I need to catch more of these kids. <laughs> Maybe, you know? Now, it's, it's most possible. kids get fixated on like, oh, I really like the Phillies. Uh, I really like geckos. I'm going to learn everything about this species of gecko. But no, 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 not you. That was too bright and cheery for you to be fixated <laughs> I, on it. I was interested in a lot of different things. I really liked animals. I had I had a broad range of interests, <laughs> but for some reason, the disasters were what caught my imagination the most. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe it's just that sort of grand scale of disasters, or maybe it's um, the idea that like, you know, you I've never seen something like that happen because I'm such a tiny kid. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know. Um, but from first grade, beginning in first grade, to fourth grade, each year, I sort of had a disaster that I focused on. Um, so I guess maybe we'll go chronologically. Do you think that's good? Yes. Okay. So yeah, start at the beginning. I will begin at the beginning. We're not going to in medias race this business because, you know, that would be silly. It's too fancy. So, <laughs> I'm educating the shakedowners. <laughs> We're all confused. These, you're a smart audience. I'm playing to your strengths. So we start at the beginning. In first grade, the disaster that I really latched onto was the Challenger explosion. Um, I was just fascinated by the idea that something could go wrong 
during this important, important mission. And they sent a teacher up there, Krista McAuliffe. Um, we read a book about her in the first grade, which mm -hmm. is sort of how I got started on this whole thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm really not sure why we were reading this book in first grade because it really did expose you to some big questions about death and dying. <laughs> and like, how could the government send them up there if they knew the thing was going, was going to have a problem. <laughs> so it really exposed she obviously me. <laughs> wanted to, she really wanted to, uh, you know, get you guys thinking and critically and uh, skeptically at a young age. Yeah, maybe it was a breeding ground for tiny anarchists, um, <laughs> but also tiny philosophers. It was great. So thank you for that. Um, first grade teacher who will remain. So, um, I would like to protect her anonymity because we really haven't, I haven't asked, you know. Okay, fair um, enough. I think that that's only fair. Fair enough. So, um, first grade was the Challenger disaster. I learned all that I could about everyone on board. Mm -hmm. um, particularly fixated on Krista McAuliffe. Not sure if it was because of her heroic sort of meteoric rise to, from teacher to astronaut. Or if it was her fabulous hair, because I was clearly in a state of hair envy at that point. <laughs> if, um, only. if only I could have. If my she-mullet Liza Minnelli curls would climb up on top of my head and give me a perfect quaff like her. Well, it was more of an 80s style perm. Let's remember oh, that the it... Challenger explosion occurred in the late 80s. Yeah, and, yeah you're right. Uh, Ms. McAuliffe did have a pretty spectacular <laughs> 80s style perm. They actually were sending her up to uh, test the effects of weightlessness on a perm. Oh, that is terrible. <laughs> so that was first grade. Um, in first grade, I sort of didn't really act on this, uh, this fascination. I just sort of gathered all the information that I could and asked my first grade teacher where I could get some more information. And mm -hmm. she sent me to the library and, you know, I sort of gathered some more information on that. And I just sort of let it go. Healthy. Normal, yeah. Correct. Yeah, sure. Correct. So second grade was the Titanic mm -hmm. sinking. You know, it's a big one. Hits an iceberg. It sinks. I was just fascinated by the fact that, you know, something so large and so many people were dying and everyone in steerage. I was really feeling everyone in steerage. And, um, <laughs> the whole idea of women and children first was great for me because like I was a child, but one day I would become a woman. Yeah. So like that was great. Interesting. Um, I was really, <laughs> no matter what I'm covered. <laughs> Um, so I'm also going to point out briefly, <laughs> but when you were in second grade, it was the 1998-1999 school year, I believe, or 1997-1998 school year. Either way, the movie Titanic had just come out as well, yes. which I'm sure consciously or subconsciously had an effect on this. Probably. I was not allowed to see it. Okay. Titanic fever was in the air, though. I think so. so. I asked multiple times to be able to see it, but I think it was a little too steamy for yeah, me. Yeah, there's boobies in that movie. Stop that. This is a family-friendly <laughs> You can say boobies. No. All right. Well, you ruined it now. It's done now. <laughs> boobies has been said. <laughs> as, as you were. <laughs> you um, like one of your French girls. <laughs> That's right. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I keep trying to steer this thing right into an iceberg. This I know. This half, of, this half of the, the couch is getting <laughs> weird. I'm on the normal side, obviously. Continue. So, um, I began learning about the Titanic. I um, I really wanted to be friends with Rob Ballard, discoverer of the Titanic. I might have written him a letter. You didn't? I did. Did you get a response? I did not. Oh, I'm still bitter. What a jerk. Yeah, I'm still kind of sad about it. Wow. Um, but that's okay. Because, you know, I sort of got all my feelings out in a letter. Mm -hmm. It might have asked if I could go in the submarine with him. 
Oh, but yeah. Whatever. Okay. Now I see why you didn't write. But what was he going to do? He was going to crush your, your dreams yeah, no matter what he did. kind of a... So that was my second grade year. Um, that year, after I gathered all the information I could, I actually magic marker drew a mural on some butcher paper of the Titanic sinking. Um, <laughs> so that was butcher nice. Paper. Yeah, like butcher, you know, like, yeah. a, like a big thing yeah. that you you unroll over the wall yeah. and it just, it just goes. That's right? really cool. So it was big. It was, it was really I'm big. Impressed. Um, but one of the drawbacks of doing that and having the short attention span of the second grader <laughs> is I would draw people and I drew the orchestra, which is my favorite part of the Titanic is when the orchestra started to play. Um, and they actually played nearer my God to thee, which is, you know, kind of a nice song. Uh-huh. Um, especially when your ship is going down. Yeah, sure. Um, very brave men. Very brave. Kept but flying. I drew them minuscule. I drew them so tiny uh-huh. with such attention to detail. And then the next day I came back and I drew these two giant people holding each other. <laughs> and I just hadn't paid attention to the, wow, the scale. So I had like some basketball players and like, <laughs> the, Titanic. the Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> around the Titanic. They're making like cool shots <laughs> off of the sinking like uh, no, the, they the were bow. Just, sweetheart, they were just really tall. <laughs> So there were giant, giant people and then these little tiny minuscule people. So it just scale was it was not my strong suit in the second grade. And, you know, learning to park, we learned that spatial awareness might not be my favorite thing. Mm. Anyway, um, so <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen in second grade yeah. as well. right? Correct. <laughs> you know, just no. for so second grade, I make a mural um, third grade, which I think is the year that sort of lends itself best to storytelling. Yes. Um, I became obsessed with the death of Lincoln. <laughs> Like, pretty fascinated, but to a dangerous degree by the Lincoln assassination. I don't know whether it was John Wilkes Booth's piercing gaze, the fact that Abraham Lincoln and slavery and the Civil War were so connected, the fact that Abraham Lincoln was so tall and I was growing so tall. I'm not sure what led me to the Lincoln assassination. But I became aware at some point in my life that Abraham Lincoln had been assassinated. Yeah, yeah. And... This was something that I really wanted to sort of learn about, to sort of be a scholar on. <laughs> um, so, again, read up on all of my my Lincoln lore. And uh, at this point, I am in a class where students who finish their work early can get enrichment. <laughs> um, <laughs> it basically was just designed to keep us sort of Idle hands. Academically stimulated. <laughs> no, it just was designed to keep us academically stimulated because we were some smart kids who, when we were done our work, would cause trouble. Right. Um, yeah. You get everything done. You're bored. Mm-hmm. Really, the idle mind is done as well. Yeah. Stuff. Oh, absolutely. That's what this is for. Yeah. So I was in this class with some other very, very smart young students, and um, I decided that I was going to make my own Lincoln documentary. Having watched several Lincoln documentaries, I thought that there were some sort of holes that I wanted to fill in. <laughs> what? <laughs> so you have the little third grader Katie has her she mullet combed back. She's sitting on the on the couch watching her Lincoln Death of Lincoln documentary. She says, no, 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 no. This is all wrong. Blank is missing. What is missing? I think it was just it was missing a really sensitive narrative. So I decided that with the help of my fellow gifted enrichment students, I was going to create my own 
Lincoln assassination documentary. The definitive one, really. Yeah, it's the idea, the plan, yes. yes. So um, let me preface this by saying that no copy survives today. This is a dagger to my heart. It makes me intensely sad that I I don't have I feel like Abraham Lincoln right now, I feel like I've just been shot with this news. I know. It's it's a sad one. But so I decided to make this Lincoln documentary, and I felt in my third grade hubris that (laughs) the best person, the most qualified person, to play Abraham Lincoln, Mary Todd Lincoln, and John Wilkes Booth was myself. After an exhaustive uh, casting search. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I felt that that was the best choice. To hear everybody. Yes. I'm playing Abraham Lincoln, Mary Todd Lincoln, and John Wilkes Booth. Right. Um, which I must say involved some very creative camera positioning on my part. Yeah. And for a third grader, that's pretty advanced. <laughs> I, it's not really because like, you can see Brad Lampson like running through the back of all my shots. <laughs> but the staging was well. The background okay, yeah. wasn't controlled, but the staging, yep. you know. Yep. So <laughs> I decide and I, th- there are some pieces that I remember very clearly and some that I don't remember so clearly. So we'll stick to the, the clear ones. Yeah. Um, one piece that I really remember is uh, me playing John Wilkes Booth, which is really just me slicking my she mullet back and wearing a waistcoat um, <laughs> that I found. Um, Getting your piercing gaze. <laughs> yeah, looking at the camera with my piercing eyes. Um, I staging the actual assassination itself, sort of sidling along the side of the classroom as I would in Ford's theater. Uh-huh. And I, we're not allowed to have guns in this movie because it's being made on school property. So I take out my, my hand, my hands in the shape oh, of a yeah, pistol. Katie's making the yeah. hand pistol right now. Yeah. Pew, pew. And I uh, shout, bang, bang. And, <laughs> and then what else do you shout? I, we cut them and then we cut away, we cut back. Ah. And I wanted to create the most sort of faithful reproduction uh, of what happened in Ford's theater. Uh, so I jumped down off of a desk onto the floor wow. to simulate John Wilkes Booth's jump from the mezzanine wow. the box onto the stage. Yes. And I yell what John Wilkes Booth yells mm-hmm. when he kills Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And in third grade, I forgot to mention this, I had the most <laughs> embarrassingly awful lisp. It was... It was horrendous. Like spit would fly everywhere. <laughs> this is during speech during correction. Speech, yeah, I, I took speech correction class yeah. in addition to my um, <laughs> my gifted education classes. You're just loaded down. I was I That's was overwhelmed great. with enrichment. Um, so I jumped onto the stage and with my disgusting lisp, I yell, "Thick Semper Tyrannus," <laughs> and then I run away. Outstanding. Uh, the only other little piece that comes to me from this this film that I have made uh-huh. um, is illustrating John Wilkes Booth's flight yeah. from from Washington D.C. into Virginia, hoping that he can find a sympathetic ear in the South after assassinating Lincoln. And you know, most uh, most documentaries would just narrate that. John Wilkes Booth fled into Virginia, hoping to find a sympathetic oh, ear boring. among the southern. It is. It's boring. Nobody wants to watch that. Right. You know? Nobody Correct. wants to listen. We want an right? exciting narrative here. So I Engaging. decided 
instead of uh, just narrating that, I would draw myself a map of Virginia on some butcher paper that was left over from the Titanic. (laughs) Back of the Titanic mural. (laughs) And I drew a large map of Washington, D.C. and Virginia. And I, as John Wilkes Booth, limped across the map with my broken leg that I had broken you know, using my wow. <laughs> using my jump from the stage. It was impressive. That is that's cool. That sounds like good. a cool effect. It was pretty impressive. So yeah. that's that's ended my my third grade obsession with uh Or as Katie third grade Katie would have said, Thus endeth <laughs> my third grade obsession. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Wow, that was really sweet. I tried to you know wow. it is your birthday after all. I wanna oh. be nothing but nice to you. I know. How'd I get so lucky? <laughs> so, uh, wrapping up, I guess, by the fourth grade, I had sort of tapered off of these large oh. projects. Um, the death of Lincoln was kind of too big of an undertaking for, for me. You're exhausted. You oh, used God. all your creative juice. You know? yeah, it I takes was, a while to build up to something like that. I was just, I was, I was creatively spent. Yeah, yeah. I needed to lay sure, down. Sure, naturally. You know? So... In fourth grade, I sort of half-heartedly pursued the Johnstown flood <laughs> and the great the Great Molasses explosion in the north end of Boston. Mm. So it's a twofer. It is a twofer because well, the Johnstown flood isn't terribly exciting. A dam breaks and hundreds of people die. <laughs> Not very exciting at all. I don't want to talk it it didn't capture the imagination the same way that right. the Titanic does. A spaceship or a gigantic. Ocean liner. John Wilkes Booth. The president of the United States. Oh, yeah. Uh, that too. <laughs> some little. T- you know, it sounds like you're in love with John Wilkes Booth. Wait a minute here. He was a very handsome man. Shakedowners. Uh-huh. Google John Wilkes Booths one time and look at him. He was an actor. He was a member of one of the most famous acting families in America. Sort of like the Baldwins today. If, if... <laughs> really? Yeah. The Booths were the Baldwins. They were. I'm surprised Alec Baldwin never jumped out at Ford's Theater and assassinated President uh, George Bush Jr. Well, why, don't, why would you even say that? Because he's racist. Really... That's a terrible thing Alec to say. Alec Baldwin is a very, very outspoken liberal. And if you're going to... Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Like you he know, kill anybody. Maybe. He just calls his daughter a little pig. <laughs> but uh, so Booths are Baldwin's. I never would have made that comparison. Yeah, That's they good. really like they that. were a famous acting family, and nobody remembers who the other. What about two the Wayans? The Wayans. <laughs> like the Wayans? Um, not quite. Oh, there we go. Okay, he's <laughs> stating her opinion about the Wayans. No, I mean, I just, I don't know. I think of them as the Baldwins. Billy Baldwin would be one of the other brothers. Uh-huh. And nobody really Booth's. knows who Stephen is. Stephen Baldwin. I'm sure that there was the equivalent Stephen Baldwin and John Wilkes Booth's family. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> but then Johnstown. Yeah. In the Molasses. And then, then what What about fifth grade? Are there any? Um, I kind of, kind of tapered off by then. Wow. Unfortunately. You, you got off disasters? Yeah, I kind of was... Kind of had moved beyond disasters at that point. I mean, my uh, I was sort of turning into a disaster at that point. <laughs> the disaster of puberty was yeah. oncoming, and that was enough to hold your attention. Well, I was the same height I What's am now, to me? but I weighed 90 pounds. It was horrible. Oh. I blew over one time in the middle school playground. Did you? Yeah, it was awful. That's a little sad. Was a little it? funny. If you had worn a shirt with like big sleeves, you might have... I could have been a flying squirrel. Ooh. Wow. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Like your uh, costume from when you were five? This isn't my episode of The Shakedown. I'm not going to talk about the time I was not five. I was in uh, fourth grade. 
and I dressed as Bullwinkle from Rocky Bullwinkle. But that's that's a whole that'd be a whole other episode. That's a whole other shake. Speaking of shakes, how's this dirt milkshake treating you? It's pretty good. I think I might have a heart attack. Finish it off. I might die. Um, it's worth noting we didn't mention this that I made that with my new immersion blender that I got for Christmas yesterday. I'm so domestic. Oh. Uh, let me tell you, Shakedown listeners, an immersion blender is the coolest thing ever. It is pretty cool. Just stick it right in whenever you're blending. It's great. Yeah. I can't think of any reason not to use it, except you might get splatters all over yourself. But he, he almost did the other day. Whatever. Almost ruined Christmas. It's all good. <laughs> there so is your, uh, oh, there's a little sip. Nope, nope that's it. mine is yours. All Go right. ahead. Give us a kiss, dear. Oh. I never oh, get to you. do that on the Shakedown. Usually I had to wait till after. <laughs> I got the Rob Zakes episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the kissing happened after the mics were off. <laughs> All right, everybody. I guess that's it for today, huh? Yeah. I'm Tyler Mertens. And I'm Katie Cosner. And that was The Shakedown. Yay! Bye! How do we start? I'll start. You sure you want to start? <laughs> yeah. Took you a whole ten weeks to say I love you. <laughs> <laughs>